0: Hey everyone, this is Ryan from Ethix Fitness, and you're listening to the Ethix Approach Podcast, where we cover all things vegan, fitness, and nutrition-related, and chat with inspiring and influential vegans who are out there leading by example. If you haven't already, it would really help if you subscribed to, liked, commented, and or shared any of the content I'm producing, including this podcast, free articles and training programs on EthixFitness.com, videos on YouTube, and more. I truly appreciate all you guys for the love and support. In today's episode, I chat with 181-pound vegan powerlifter Marco Galindo Jr. about his latest 755-pound deadlift attempt and aiming for the world record, nutrition and protein intake, programming strategies for powerlifting, working with coaches, tips for serious lifters, Marco's multiple business ventures, and much, much more. Marco is a super nice guy, and his work ethic is insanely impressive, as you're about to find out. It was a pleasure having him on the show, and I hope you all enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed chatting with him. All right. What's up, everybody? This is Ryan from the ethics approach podcast. Uh, I'm here with Marco, super strong, 83 kg vegan powerlifter. And we're going to talk <laughs> vegan powerlifting and nutrition and all that good stuff. So um, Marco, thanks so much for coming on and talking today, man. Really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely, man. Yeah. Uh, so it's I'm 82.5 kg lifter, okay. item right? 181. Not, not IPF, right? 80- yeah. Not IPF. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's, uh, yeah. USPA instead of USAPL. Okay. Um, it's the same thing. Uh, USAPL? Uh, USPA. So USAPL oh, USPA. Would, would be, yeah, yeah. USAPL is like, uh, uh, like the US version of what the IPF is essentially. Okay. So USPA is a different federation. It's more, uh, so it's tested and then untested. Okay. Right. So when I first started off, um i competed usapl mm-hmm. um and then after my first like i think after my third competition i switched to USPA, and i've pretty much been with them since for the past like uh it's been a minute man i'm probably thing like i started when i was 17. so oh, wow. i'm 26 yeah i'm 26 now so it's uh almost like yeah, you're nine almost ten of uh of competing
0: so, oh wow so you've been lifting uh, for a while pretty seriously then
1: Yeah, basically, as soon as I started lifting seriously, I started getting into competing. Um, Powerlifting, it sounds like it wasn't that long ago, but like I said, it's almost like 10 years now. Even 10 years ago, it wasn't what it is now, you know?
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah,
1: like, Powerlifting was a lot less competitive back then. Um, Just a lot less good, you know, like it wasn't that hard to be good, kind of when I first got into it, Mm -hmm. especially at the team level, like local team level, it was very easy. Uh, now, powerlifting is like insanely hard. Dude, <laughs> it's insane. Uh, it's just crazy. But the amount of everything that's being done now at my weight class, let alone once you get into like 198 and 20, those guys are setting like 10, 11 times body weight totals being that heavy. It's like just insane. Dude, so
0: I've been following yeah. John Hack for years and he's in. EDG, yeah, yeah, he's a right? go. Is he, is he, yeah, so
1: is he's. He I think he's done. So he's he's USPA. He's actually my federation. Okay. Um He's uh, that's the the world record del- If I was going after this past that's, weekend. This that's his what I
0: thought, dude. Um,
1: and uh, yeah, so he's he's I think done with one eighty one. Everything okay. that I that I understand, he's moved up to one ninety eight full time now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just a big dude, man. Like he's uh, I think he's like six feet tall. Yeah. So it's just difficult. Like I'm five seven. You know. So it's a lot easier to be at this weight. And, you know, I mean, I walk around at 190, 195, and then, you know, drop weight to compete. Um, You know, for him, from what I understand, I think he's like over like 205 or something now, body weight. Oh, wow. Um, and I think he's he's been there pretty consistently for about a year since he set the all-time world record at 101. Yeah. I think he's done with it, and now he's just looking at setting the 198 world record, which he also currently has. So, yeah, that, <laughs> guy's, that guy's a freak.
0: That guy is he's, like a uh, like it's just nuts.
1: He is, yeah, yeah. Even before, uh, even when he was competing, tested, um, he was the best. You know, yeah. in the USAPL, he was the best. Uh, and then now, USPA, he's the best in the world. So,
0: so his uh, sick. record uh, attested was what was that? What was that deadlift? Seven eighty or something? I don't.
1: know. I'm actually. I don't. I don't think it was that high. No, because I, I think the the IPF world record is like. Uh, it actually just got set in March. It's like seven fifty, I believe. Uh, it was seven forty nine, and, and I think some kid just beat it at seven like fifty and a half, something like that.
0: Oh shit! Was um, that originally hacked though? Before he switched over?
1: It could have been. Yeah, it may have been hacked um, before he switched over. His that was really blown up in the past like year, year and a half. Right. Uh, I mean, the guy has no weaknesses, right? So he's always been phenomenal. Um, his in, in leverages way, are pretty uh,
0: average, too. It's, it's nuts. Like, he doesn't have any advantages, is, really.
1: No, his form's not even that great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's weird. Like, it, it doesn't make sense, you know? Um, but it's also, uh, I mean, some of, the, some of the better 181s, period.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they're not necessarily guys with, like, super ideal leverages or super, like, uh, phenomenal forms or anything like that. Yeah, just kind of a lot of guys that make the work. Once you get into like more of the heavier weight classes, you see guys and lighter weight classes, you see guys with just like pristine form. Yeah, uh, years and years and years of technique. But uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Hack just never really, never like ABC that guy, but he's just the best.
0: Do you know uh, who uh, who took the deadlift record? Uh, who's who's in first right now? Because you're you're second, right?
1: And yeah, so you're saying in the in the IPF or uh, um I. Th- or just period
0: the, the deadlift you just pulled that was uh yeah.
1: 755 was it so, 755 so uh crazy enough that lift didn't count right uh, yeah dude that
0: a, was wild That should have
1: been. <laughs> yeah it's been it, it's funny man two of the judges have reached out to me like uh I mean, one like actually on my instagram like oh you know i don't know what happened i was like i don't know what happened either man you guys were there you know yeah. um so yeah that that lift would have been the second all-time to john hack right so john Hack, okay had, Cause the, the way the records work, it's like, um, like we worry about, uh, just world records all the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So it's not necessarily current, like for 2020, mm-hmm. it's more so just like what has been done period in the history of powerlifting. Right. So like, that's more, uh, like what I'm concerned with. Right. I feel like I had a pretty good chance at, um, you know, setting, you know, getting to number two and then possibly even even getting up there the lift was so easy man it was so like <laughs> it was so ridiculous it was like the best lift of my life oh my and, like, god so it just yeah it was pretty effortless what um,
0: did they flag you for they said like you dropped it or
1: something? so yeah so basically it's like um it's funny i've gone back and forth with my buddy who was there handling me uh like loading on my weights and everything yeah it, it, it's the reason why, like, I don't do local meets, man. Um, it, it just wasn't super ideal conditions. Like, I, and not to make any excuses, the lift didn't count, so it doesn't matter. I can make the right. I want now. Um, so it, it was that they said I didn't hold the lift long enough. Okay. Um, even though I got a down command, which was was super confusing to me because it's like, you know, in parallel uh, for whoever's kind of be watching, right? Like,
0: uh-huh. there's
1: no starting command; you just you get to lift. Um, the only command that you have is a down command once mm-hmm. you finish the life. So I got a down command. I put the weight down, and then they said two red lights, one white light, and I need at least two white lights <laughs> to one yeah, red right. light. So it just, just missed. They, I guess the two side judges said and hold it enough. The, the biggest issue was um, work. So I live in South Florida. I probably should have said that. Um, <laughs> I live in South Florida. This was a local South Florida meet. Uh-huh. And we're, we're lifting in a like a gra- uh, garage style gym. It's like a piloting that- gym. It's actually a phenomenal gym. Um, but it's was like. The air conditioning? 100- was it super hot? 100 and something degrees in there. <laughs> no, no air conditioning. Um, they had like a fan blowing, um, which was weird, kind of like as <laughs> on the platform. Um, so, yeah, when I got to the top of the lift, both of my hands just completely ripped open yeah um which has never happened before you know um and it could be a couple of different factors like uh from what i understand it's just the humidity mm-hmm. like the humidity in the room which just makes sense my hands are open mm-hmm. um they were also because of everything that's going on with the wires and everything each attempt they were disinfecting the bar okay so they just been that the bar was a little bit wet yeah you know with like the disinfecting whatever they were using um so th- again, a bunch of factors at the end of the day, like, it felt great. It was my second attempt, right? So next attempt would have been 777. And then if I got that, they would have given me a fourth attempt. At, if you're going for a record, they would they give you a fourth attempt, even though technically it's only three attempts. Holy the shit. Um, And the fourth attempt would have been 800, you know? And, uh, you know, my buddy Brandon, who was there handling me, he was like, dude, the way 755 moved, he's like, we should just call 800 on a third. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, it's just my hands are filled in and now I'm screwed. Well, you know? So it's like, uh, again, it, it, it is what it is. It happens. It's a yeah, platform. Right. Uh, do the lift or you don't. And they said, I did it. So it's, uh, you can't super really do unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. You can't do anything. It's back to training. Uh, kind of, I can't do yet. Cause my hands are still completely screwed. <laughs> but, uh, uh, it's, uh, but no, I'm back in the gym training. Um, hoping it can be full power yeah. they put on another event. So,
0: so how how do you feel after that? Do you feel more motivated or do you feel like pissed off?
1: Uh both. Uh, <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean it's uh for for me man, it's like um yeah, I, I felt like I was gonna have a day, you know? <laughs> like yeah, right. just, I've I've had those days before and I felt like that was the day for me to really, really do something and just the way everything was moving, the way I felt. Um uh, so it, it's definitely disappointing, like in the moment. Yeah. Um, but it's also like, uh, I know I'm gonna have another opportunity. You know, I'm not right. I'm not dumb. I'm not retired. I'm not. Uh, I got plenty of injuries, plenty of nagging. You know, nagging stuff that's always there. But I'm not. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. So I know I'm gonna have more opportunities. Um, it's just unfortunate because I really thought you know, that I at least could have, like, whizzed up the record boards, mm-hmm. which was, you know, kind of a plan from the beginning anyway, um, but yeah, plenty of fire, man. Uh, I've always got fire ready to yeah. ready to really um, just go out and do it. I feel like I'm, I'm capable of it, Yeah, and uh, that's kind of what keeps me in line and keeps me motivated. It's just like, I, I actually think, like myself, I do think it's possible. Mm-hmm. But like that I could set quarter record one day, um, and yeah, one dude, day soon. That seven
0: fifty five, that flew up for sure. And like sure. looking at that, so, I was like, "Dude, that is, how is that a bad lift?" Like I think right. you even you even saw the judge, you know, flag you to put it down. Down command.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I yeah.
0: don't, I don't get it. But um, I don't know. Like you said, probably just a bad call. I mean, you can't really do much. Yeah.
1: and it isn't. And and even if I that the the most disappointing part wasn't even the lift itself, right? Mm-hmm. It's the fact that I ripped my hands up because like the yeah. lift like again just based on the video like i got the lift i don't care what they counted or not like right. to me the lift was super easy i got the lift that wasn't my goal you know <laughs> like my goal was it was 777 minimum yeah you know it was getting our third attempt was 777 and then if that flew you know then it was going to be at 100 yeah. so the fact that like i didn't even get an opportunity to have another lift because my right. hands were so screwed uh that what was like the small disappointing part.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um then the fact that they didn't count it, that's the motivating part, you know? Yeah. That's like, all right, I'm ready to really, really get back to
0: Yeah, you were probably like get coming life. in fired but, up as uh, hell and hitting that seven fifty
1: five, you're probably nope, like, damn I just to never I never get red lights. So it's uh you know, I'm ready to kinda go out and do it again as soon as I can. Um, yeah. and just make it hundred percent legitimate. But really going after you know as close to 600 as possible because that's my goal so um that's insane yeah. dude
0: that's such a huge yeah. lift. i cannot even fathom that's just insane
1: yeah it, it it's fun man it's it's um that's just something i'm working towards for a long time right you know like i think i i pulled 700 for the first time like probably five years ago
0: i've been so following like, you for probably like fun. three years uh I guess probably about three years by now. Um, because sure, yeah. I think I was following you before you went vegan and that was, was that a couple of years ago?
1: No, no. So I actually didn't even make an Instagram until I was vegan. Oh, so it's I kind of got before. to Instagram late. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I kind of got to Instagram late. So I kind of got to, I think I got to Instagram at the end of or middle of or end of 2017. Okay. Um, cause I've been vegan like almost four years now. Um, Oh, four years. And I really? made, yeah, almost four years now. Oh wow! Um, For some
0: reason, I could have sworn that I started following you right before you went vegan and you were talking about like transitioning over to going vegan. And I was like, "Holy yeah. shit, man! This guy's strong as hell already!" And like, it's so cool to see that. But I guess I yeah, was
1: thinking think there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think me and Jordan, uh, Jordan Conscious Muscle, as everybody knows, the guy as uh, okay. Jordan. He's like my actual real life friend, so he's Jordan to me. <laughs> he's not Conscious Muscle. He, uh, <laughs> me and him did a video when I think I was like five or six months vegan. at that point. Okay. Just kind of talking about like what the transition was like. So it may have been that that you saw. Um, okay. Just kind of explaining like, hey, how it's been uh, strength, recovery, training, all that. Yeah. Um, so I definitely, I think we put out, I think it was a YouTube video we put out. Um, yeah, at about six months. But yeah, it's been almost four years now, I think. Yeah. Um, being fully vegan and uh, yeah. 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 That's kind of that's what it's been. So it's fun. I, yeah. I definitely enjoy it. So
0: he inspired you to go vegan in the first place?
1: For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's crazy, man. Like, uh, a lot of people, especially anybody vegan, right. They know who Muscle is, right. He's, he's big, big online now, but, yeah. um, you know, back then he was just my buddy, my buddy Jordan, you know, my friend, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. and like, uh, he was a guy, he was just like a personal trainer, you know? And, um, he, he was, so I own a uh, supplement stores. Mm-hmm. Um, he would come into my store all the time and he would keep kept, kept haggling me about like getting in some random vegan protein that we didn't carry. And I was like, yeah, I'm not <laughs> carrying this garbage. Like I'm not, you know, we carried like, back then at my store, we only carried like one brand. I like, think it was like Vega or Vega tastes awful. Oh, man, yeah. Like, yeah, Vega, Vega's terrible. Uh, I think we carried Vega back then only. So everything that I knew about like vegan supplements and protein was like Vega.
0: Yeah, right. And I don't like
1: Vega. So like he kept trying to like, hey man, you know, think about bringing in this and this and this. And then finally, after a couple of years of him just hounding me, hounding me, <laughs> uh, we started bringing in more stuff. I started trying more vegan supplements. Uh, really did a lot of research as far as like how I could actually implement it in my diet. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then I really just kind of saw him just doing good, right? Because his, his life totally changed. You know, I yeah. was a regular guy, personal trainer, um, really, really got involved in the community, started coaching, just blew up. But I could freaking do it, you know? And uh, that's kinda what made the switch, was yeah. just, yeah, him just being there on me, and, and really, really not even on me as much, but just kinda showing me, hey, this is possible.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, from there, uh, I tried it and it took me a long time. It took me probably like, I think it was like almost six months fully to transition. Mm-hmm. Um, Because I was, you know, not just a meat eater, but a heavy meat eater. Yeah, right. Uh, like trying to explain that to people, like when you're doing, you know, uh, not over exaggerating, but like a pound and a half of meat a day. Um, seriously. Damn. Uh, you know, just I, I've always been pretty regimented with my diet and uh-huh. macros, calories, things like that. And I was eating that much meat every day. I would literally eat a steak after training every night. Um, uh-huh. To go from that to fully plant-based, it just wasn't. It wasn't easy, <laughs> and it definitely wasn't fast. Yeah. So it was just little by little by little. Um, first, I switched over my supplements. That was the mm-hmm. easiest thing for me. Um, just plant-based amino acids, plant-based proteins, getting right. away from like fish or like dumb stuff like that. Uh, then it was like, all right, hey, no more red, and then no more. You know, chicken. I, I never like fish or any of that. Uh-huh. Um, no cheese. You know, just very simple. And yeah. uh, after about six months, I was good. I was ready to go. Right. And, uh, yeah, I think it's been about four years since. But yeah, he was the guy. That's awesome, dude. He was the guy that kind of got me.
0: So, what did you, in yeah. terms of just switching out your meals and such, was it kind of just like? Sure. Were you eating something like, I don't know, just typical bodybuilder stuff like chicken, rice, broccoli, and you just swapped out like the chicken for yeah. like Gardein or something? Or what did you do? Exactly,
1: that's exactly okay. what it was. And honestly, <laughs> that's a lot of what it still is. I know there's like a big <laughs> vegan debate, right? Like, uh, that's like the healthy vegan debate versus the junk food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and I always try to explain to people like, because um, people be like, well, what do you eat? And I'm like, well, or okay, it's the same two questions I like get. What do you eat? How do you train? Yeah, and I always try to explain to people like, look, the way I do it doesn't mean it's right. (laughs) You know, it doesn't mean it's like perfectly sound and correct. It doesn't mean it's like the healthiest, like I don't eat a whole foods, plant-based diet, Uh you know, like I eat a plant-based diet, but Mm -hmm. it's not like veggies and salads and like, it's just, that's not me, man. Yeah, And uh, and it's definitely not my diet. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I'm a very like picky eater. Uh, huh. Very regimented eater. And for me, it's actually easier to see a lot of the same things. Mm-hmm. So it was, yeah, it was like switched out chicken for tofu. Yeah. Right? It was uh, rice, we pretty much kept the same. But what we started doing was more uh, like quinoa and then like lentils or red kidney beans because those are like car products, but they also have like a little bit of protein. So I made mm-hmm. up for the lack of protein that you get in tofu versus chicken but basically my macros are the exact same. I'm uh-huh. like, for me, for me, what's always worked for, again, for me, not that it's right or anything, not that anybody should listen to what I say cause what the hell do I know? Uh, a high protein diet has always worked. Uh-huh. Um, and by high, I mean, very high, very high protein diet. <laughs> you know, I get like, in about, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah I was going to say, I actually, I did watch um, your interview with uh, Jordan and um, sure. because I wanted to like, kind of see, you know, like, what was already said beforehand is so I have a basic yeah, idea yeah, yeah. but I know you were saying you eat like 240 grams of protein is that yeah. still the case because that was probably yeah so that was probably years ago right
1: yeah um but it's about the same man yeah it's <laughs> about uh two yeah d- just depending on exact format 225 to uh-huh. um a day every day right yeah and yeah. uh it's a lot. Again, it's probably not ideal for digestion. It's probably not ideal, um, to be eating some of the process like tofu and Gardein. And, uh, we just actually yesterday, we just tried the, uh, impossible. I've tried the impossible burgers, like at like restaurants or whatever, but yeah, we actually got like the impossible, like pack like from, the store, right? from the store, from the yeah. store. Yeah. I haven't seen a store that had it until yesterday. Uh, so we tried that last night and that yeah. was good, you know? So like, again um, for me it's just what works um, it's it's a lot of the same things that as it's been since I first went vegan yeah um, I think it's gonna be like this forever man especially as long <laughs> as I'm competing and training you know? yeah what's well, uh, working for you it, it, it's just what works yeah it, yeah. it, it definitely it, it absolutely works for me um, and it's just what makes the most sense right because you'd be like well how much protein do you think I should use? Like somebody asked me that. I'm like, well, I mean, scientifically, right? Like the difference between 0. 0.75 grams of protein and then what I do, which is more like 1.25, uh-huh. there's not a ginormous difference, right? Yeah. It, it's very small differences. But for me, those very small differences matter, right? It's like the difference in training, uh, yeah. you know, six days a week. Versus training five days it's very little difference, but there's a little difference. And like I'm trying to figure out every edge I possibly get. Yeah. So, have you, um, just out
0: of curiosity, did you ever try eating sure. lower protein? Like, did you actually like notice your progress going down?
1: I did. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, and, and people will even disagree with that. So the the only thing that I'll say is I did try it not for very long. Yeah. Where I would have like what I would consider like super super reliable data. Uh huh. Um, I honestly probably should have tried it longer than what I actually did, but I did.
2: Yeah. And
1: the, the biggest thing that I, that I noticed was, so the plus that I noticed was my digestion was easier, right? For sure. it's just mm-hmm. very simple. Um, but I, I thought my recovery was worse. Uh, uh-huh. um, and it's also, I'm not a big guy. Like basically I kept my calories the same and I just added in more carbs for the protein, right. To make up for the calories. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been a huge eater in general. Like people will ask me, "Hey, man, how many calories do you eat?" And my calories are pretty low for what like the average person may think. Um, so what my are calories they? stay pretty low. So it's usually like we'll go anywhere from I mean, as low as like twenty, one hundred calories. Oh wow! To like maybe even at the highest, though, maybe twenty-five, twenty-six.
2: Um, wow. It's okay. not that
1: high. Yeah. right? Like a lot of people would think, at least from what I hear, they think it's dramatically more, and it's just not. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge eater, and I'm definitely not like 400 grams of carbs guy. You know, yeah. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm just not. So, um, because I've always been good with like carbs, but like more moderate, like average, um, high protein, and then like lower ish to moderate fat. Yeah. It's just what works for me.
2: And right, right. Um,
1: I, that's kind of why I've always stuck with it. Uh, again, yeah. I, I think I'll stick with that till like I'm no longer training and competing at the level that I'm trying to you know, train and compete at. Yeah, of course. So um, yeah. long term, is it like the healthiest thing? Probably yeah. not. <laughs> I mean, <you> know, <laughs> if I'm 100% honest, but um, it, it's just what I feel like works for me and what I, you know, I'm going to continue to do.
2: Right, right, right.
1: Uh, it's, it's the same thing with my training, man. Like, I keep running into injuries and in training, you know? And I think, like, a very smart person could argue, like, yeah, you're probably training too much. You're probably training too hard, you know? Um, probably true. But, like, this is the training that also brings me progress. Yeah. So if I have little nicks and max and injuries here and there, uh, again, to me, it's also worth it because I think yeah. that's how I've always made progress, and that's how I'm going to continue to make Progress until can you know finally figure it out, or I just get on a whole bunch of gear and let my body figure it out that way. Yeah, right. Because you know, now that'll you know that'll kind of eliminate uh, what would be a lot of the interest in that part too. Uh-huh. Um, which so, you know I, I'm no proof so I'm definitely open.
0: Yeah. What is a since you kind of touched on it? What's your training huh? like? You train six days a week usually.
1: Yep. So six days a week. Um, it's basically like three lower, three upper days. Okay. Right. Um, basically, uh, well, kind of, right. It's kind of like push, pull legs, push, pull legs, it's uh-huh. basically. Um, so it's usually squatting twice a week. Um, I, I actually usually only with once a week. Uh-huh. Um, I, I do a lot of upper back work that I'll do about three times a week and then I'll, I'll bench twice a week. Okay. Um, so yeah, pretty upper lower upper lower upper lower split is what works for me. Um, mm-hmm. I know some of the Borough Science guys are like once a week everything and then some power powerlifters are like, oh, you got to squat four times a week and bench four times. Like, I don't do that crap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also don't do upper and lower on the same day.
2: Uh-huh. You
1: know, um, I don't bench and squat on the same day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't deal and bench on the same day. It's just not what I do. Yeah. So, um, uh, again, more so what works for me and what's better right. right for me. So, uh, you yeah, six days a week
0: do you follow any sort of periodization or anything?
1: Yeah. So I do, uh, I do all my own programming. Um, okay. and my programming is basically periodization. Um, just different ways we, we do about four to six week waves. Okay. Um, I, I've basically always done my programming. I've, I've had programs done for me by probably like 10 or so different coaches uh-huh. that I've literally paid to make me programs and then I don't follow them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I'm just always interested in like what I feel like smart guys are doing and Uh teaching people because from those things I can kind of pull small little things and then add them into my training.
0: So who are some of those people that you kind of follow for like programming tips and advice and stuff?
1: Yeah. So like I was saying, the only guy I recommend is Trevor Jaffe. Um, I think he's the absolute best. What's his name? Uh, Trevor Jaffe. Uh, Yeah. On Instagram, I think he's at, Jaffe's Strength. Okay. Um, genius. Just the yes. absolute best coach. Yeah, I, seriously. He's the absolute best guy I've seen explain form and training blocks mm-hmm. and recovery and peaking, which is where everybody gets it wrong. Right. Um, how to actively rest, how to stretch. I never stretched <laughs> uh, up until, not kidding. And up it's until like a lot of a dynamic stretching. Ago. Yep. A lot of dynamic stretching. Okay. Um, just a lot of things that, like, I think guys really think past. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I like and respect Jaffe because he's a great lifter himself. Um, he's coached just the best, the best yeah. of the best. Um, so I think that's kind of what makes, like, a good coach.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Right? Like, people will ask me, well, hey, many of them get into coaching. And I'm like, nope, I have no interest in getting into coaching. <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, I don't
1: program for people. I don't do other program. Like, I, I just have no interest in it. Um, but if I did, I feel like actually being a decent lifter,
2: uh, uh, I
1: think it would help you so much. Right. And I think like, that's why, that's what kind of drew me to a guy like Jaffe. Uh
2: Um,
1: but no, I've reached out to a bunch of guys. I reached out to like, uh, Eric Lillibrich who did a program for me. Um, you know, one of the best lifters of all time. Yeah, of course. Um, and, and this is years and years ago right now, everybody does programming. So like all programs, dude, everyone's (laughs) a
0: fucking online coach.
1: <laughs> all, it's all terrible now. Like, uh, you know, five years ago, or yeah. maybe longer, I had to reach out to a little bridge. Uh, what he said was a custom program, and it may have been. It may have actually been a custom program. Yeah. Uh, and it was actually pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I reached out to some guys, you know, that I really like and respect.
2: Uh huh.
1: And, um, and, and they've gotten really, really good advice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've tried different programs uh, RPS in the program. I thought it was completely awful. Yeah. Um, uh, Renaissance privatization. Right. Um, and they're huge. They're like maybe the biggest <laughs> like yeah. training platform period. Diamond uh, like hybrid. Right. What then do you think about all of this?
0: What do you think about like all of Mike Israel's stuff and, and such? Like speaking so, of Renaissance privatization.
1: Yeah. I think he's very smart. Obviously yeah. I think he's extremely educated. Um, I think yeah, Israel very clearly biased right? Yeah, and I think sure. like that's and I think it's okay right I think most coaching uh, platforms that are that big which there's not I think they're literally number one uh, yeah. I, again I think hybrid hybrid may be coming up behind them pretty quickly uh-huh. um, uh, what Steffi Cohen and uh, Hayden Bo, what, what they're doing with oh, hybrid Oh, a monster good She's a monster, um, and the programming that they put, I think, is actually very good. Okay, um, I, I've seen some of their programming. I, I've had different friends do their programming, um, so like, I, I, I think their stuff's good. But even even like with hybrid, which I like, or uh, RPS, which as a whole, I think is decent.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the program that was done for me was awful. <laughs> it was terrible.
0: Yeah, um, I, I never I felt. Like, is it? It's just all RPE based, I guess.
1: Yeah. So it's all RPE based. Um, but it was also like, uh, so I did, I did their program in seventeen eighteen two thousand eighteen heading to Europa Uh and it was a five day training split Mm -hmm. and I've never been so fatigued in my life. I've (laughs) never felt terrible, uh, weak. Peaking was done very poor. Everything was just done really, really bad, and I hurt myself really bad. tore my adductor. Oh uh, shit! Heading into that competition, hundred uh, um, percent could have been my fault. Could have been a bunch of different things, but the program we played a really big part. Actually, too much
0: volume or something. Um,
1: uh, too much, too much volume, and then we really didn't work with anything heavy, which I didn't like up until the past like month. Was it like Shaco just- sort of? yeah I, I don't know man my biggest problem was like i felt like they ramped up the peaking like at the end like a lot uh-huh and before that we just were doing a bunch of like dumb like like how is this gonna work and then peak all of a sudden very quickly and very very high uh-huh. and it's like everybody's gonna get hurt too. like I, I just i didn't understand i just followed it right i'm like you know what i'm gonna give it a try and uh that's like the one and only time that i've ever Done a program heading into a meet that wasn't done myself, uh-huh. and uh, probably the last time I'll ever do that. So yeah. it's, um, but again, I, I think as a whole, what they built is pretty decent. Uh-huh. Um, I think they, I think they kill it when it comes to newer lifters, beginning mm-hmm. lifters. I think there's not going to be that many great programs for really good experienced lifters.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that's why uh, you know when guys ask me, hey. Who do you recommend? I'll recommend them to Jaffe, right? Mm -hmm. Because he's trained some of the best in the world, men and women, a bunch of different weight classes. Yeah. But also challenge guys like, look, man, I think a lot of the best guys, they do a lot of their own stuff. You know, they may have a coach, they may get a a template program. Yeah. But a lot of guys are able to just kind of gear up themselves, Um, which I think long term, Ed Ed Cohen, right? Best pilot of all time. Right. Uh, I actually met him. When I was seventeen, I like my second meet ever. He was the he was like one of the judges, which is insane. Oh, it's awesome! A picture with him. yeah, I have a picture with him. He was the nicest guy. Oh shit, that's and, awesome! Uh, yeah, even back then, he literally I did not even know what programming was. Yeah, and he was like he was like, oh, "Listen, son, you do your own programming." And I was like, "You got it." <laughs> I did know you got what that it, was. Sir. I was like, y- "Yes, sir." <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, and uh, he um, that's always stuck with me. You know. Yeah, and um, then like once I actually like researched it and like kind of heard his real real thoughts on it, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, So, yet do I think there's really good training platforms out there? Absolutely. I think Mm -hmm. there's good coaches out there for sure. Um, I think there's a lot of bad coaches. Yeah. Yes, I think there's mostly bad coaches. And like you said, everybody's everybody's a coach now. Right. right, compete a couple times, you do okay, even if you're not okay. There's plenty of, like, of coaches that aren't even good lifters. Yeah, um, not that you have to be a good lifter to be a coach because you know there's plenty of over there too, but um, yeah, I, I just think every local gym has uh-huh. some guy who does programming and charges $150 a month, and yep. it's usually terrible, um, yeah. or, or just very, very basic. So yeah. we're like only a beginner's gonna benefit from, um, and besides that, it's just gonna be.
0: How about like all the yeah. uh, like uh, Simeon pandas and stuff throwing out these like templates, like for you know, hundred um, bucks a pop, that just like not even customized.
1: Yeah, I mean, don't even get me started. But I, like, <laughs> uh, it's it's a huge joke, man. Yeah, I mean, it's um it, it's business because like the, the one thing I'll never knock anybody like. Um, you know, kind of talked about a little bit with my stores and it's just another brands that I own. Like I'm a huge businessman. Like I, I love business, right? I'm all yeah. about capitalization. Like I'll, I'm all about it. You do you right. Build a platform, sell on it. Uh, amazing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But, uh, do I respect what those guys are doing? No. Right. Because it, it would only take a little bit of effort, right. To put in to, uh, make something that's halfway decent. Mm-hmm. It's not like, it's not, again, it's not rocket science. You don't have to go to school. Like my wife, where my wife, extremely educated, has her degree mm-hmm. uh, in uh, working out. And, oh. and she was, you know, personal trainer for years. Then she went into repping. Then she went into managing. Somebody like her, they to write up some program, it would take her like 10 minutes to do. So it's mm-hmm. not hard. You know, like that's with the background. I can write something up in eight, in five minutes, ten minutes too, without any background, no education, anything. That would be decent.
2: Yeah. You know, not
1: because oh I'm me, or because no, just because it's not that hard. <laughs> so like these guys that go out and sell like the same programs to a thousand different people, uh-huh. um, and it's like five different templates, 10 different templates, and based on, like, your weight, they're going to send you the same money, they're going to send everybody else's 170 pounds, Yeah, you know, that's trying to lose weight. Like, I hate that. It
0: sucks. Um, Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah. I think there's so many... It's it's bad for the industry.
0: Oh, for sure. I think there's so many good free programs out there, too. Like, you can just... Absolutely. Like, all the best novice programs, like, you got, uh, Mm -hmm. like, Mark Ripito's Starting Strength and stuff, which is, like, you know, well-known as being, like, a a good strength training program for novices at least. I mean, that stuff's all free and such. Like you can find a spreadsheet. 100%. for all that stuff. And then you got the more like intermediate and advanced templates. You can find those, a lot of, a lot of really good ones for free too.
1: 100%. Yeah. And there's, and like I said, there's good coaches out there too. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just, should you go with like the biggest thing you can find? Probably not. You know, <laughs> like it's probably oh, the exact opposite.
0: Yeah. Go for you the know? biggest like bodybuilder and you're going to get like a terrible program. Probably
1: <laughs> 100% the bigger the name, probably the worse the program. Yeah. Right? Unless they just have somebody else that does it for them.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly.
1: And like, it, it, it's just so very common. Like I said, my buddy, Jordan, punch muscle, mm-hmm. right? His programs, he spent a lot, a lot, a lot of time. He was a trainer for, you know, 10 years. Mm-hmm. Putting together programs for people before he even got into this the vegan space in general.
2: Uh-huh.
1: So like a guy like him, I can actually recommend. Um, he he mostly helps people just transitioning from a regular diet to a plant based diet. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a lot of what he does is transformation stuff, which is great. But even on just the workout side, I've seen those programs. They're good, you mm-hmm. know. I've helped him put some of those programs together. They're good, mm-hmm. you know. Um, he has help. He has other guys like that are educated that are smart, uh, other trainers, but I actually know what they're doing. Like they spend a lot of time, a lot of money putting this stuff together. something like that, I can 100% recommend. Yeah. But some random person who's putting like five random templates together, get out of my life, you know? It's six (laughs) days of like just
0: doing arm days. (laughs)
1: 100%. Yeah, or just like the most basic thing you can look up on bodybuilding.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From like 10 years ago, you know? Like, so you were you around, you were
0: like lifting for a long time, and you, you probably sure. like were back around like the bodybuilding.com forum days and stuff, right? 100%. So, you know, like, well, I guess we probably started lifting relatively around the same time then. And, uh, yeah. was it for you? I mean, luckily, I guess you got into powerlifting pretty young, but you remember yeah. like how bodybuilding, uh, body part splits were so popular, it was like the go to mm-hmm. for everybody, it seemed mm-hmm. like. How did you kind of break still out? Still that- seems
1: like it. By the yeah.
0: way. <laughs> It's still too popular. Yeah. Did you right. kind of follow anything like that at the beginning or did you kind of just get right in the power? hundred
1: percent. Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. No, I was such a sheep. yeah, I was, such a sheep. uh, uh, yeah. Typical growth, uh, yeah. chest, triceps, uh, back and back, shoulders and trap very, very, very stuff. It's kind of just sort of working out period.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I got a thing in kind of, um, there was some, guy. I literally, literally, first gym I ever worked out, it was Planet Fitness. Mm-hmm.
2: And oh, dude, And I went
1: to Planet Fitness. <laughs> really, that's funny. Yeah. One of the trainers at Planet Fitness literally went up to me and said, hey, man, you ever heard of Powerlifting? And I was like, nope, never heard of it. What? And he was, yeah. He was like, he was at Planet Fitness. He was Joe. His name was Joe. Uh-huh. He was like, uh, he's, like yeah. he's like, yeah, he's like, you should look at Joe. You'd be good at it. Some random dude, some random trainer. And that
0: and changed I'm, your like, life?
1: Literally changed my life. Yeah. Life. I loved working out at the time, but I thought I was going to go more into bodybuilding.
2: Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. And um, especially once I started working out and actually developing, like people are like, oh, with your like size and structure and height, you'll be perfect for it. Right. Just shorter stature. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, it made sense. He said that. I like looked into her a little bit on the internet, you know, and like on YouTube and stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like ten years ago, and like three months later, I got into my first competition. Uh-huh. And my first year competing, I think I competed four times in like seven months. Oh wow! You know, which I'll never do right now. Like I'll never <laughs> like I'll, I compete like twice a year, maybe. Yeah. You know, but back then I was just so excited. I loved it so much. I yeah, just right. went wherever it went. So yeah, some random offhand chance, um, some guy just got me, but. Yeah, Buddy my was definitely around back then. I think my screen name was the Prodigy. Was terrible like that.
0: Yeah, 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 right.
1: Yeah, Buddy for one days were amazing.
0: Were you like deadlifting 405 on the Smith machine at Planet Fitness for someone to come up to you?
1: <laughs> kind. I mean, so Planet Fitness back then, we actually this is before they got rid of all the free weights. So we actually had a barbell, uh-huh. like a free weight barbell. It was literally one in the whole gym and uh just kind of getting to know some of the people there they would let me deadlift mm-hmm. so literally like for my first uh whatever it was four competitions i was working out at a planet fitness you know <laughs> like wow and they yeah they would let me they would let me uh they would let me deadlift there they would let me squat there there it was one bar and i would go and find it and, they weren't
0: smashing uh, that lunk alarm
1: Uh, there was one girl she would, <laughs> Uh, everybody else was really cool and everybody else, uh, they, you know, the guy, Joe, the guy who told me the trainer, Yeah, he was cool. Uh, the whole staff, they were really, really cool. Now that gym, that gym is still there and now it's, i mean it's like not even nowhere near where it used to be. Um,
0: yeah.
1: but yeah, it was, it was fun, fun times and playing a fitness, pretty crazy to,
0: yeah, man, I'm totally with you. Uh, being like 17 and not being able to work more than a $10 uh, gym membership. Yeah.
1: well, it was right down the street from our house, so it was like literally the closest gym.
0: Uh-huh. And,
1: uh huh. And one of my buddies, Jonathan, who I was with now at the time, he would literally pick me up from my house and we would go together like every day. So just because it was, he lived in the community across the street, and it was like two minutes. We would just drive. We would go get like terrible and healthy food after all the time. And that was her day. That was like our days. <laughs> so it was uh, fun. So much fun. man. Just thinking back at that time,
0: the really good old days.
1: I <laughs> Seriously, I haven't thought about that in a long, long time. But
0: yeah. So I know you. Um, like you said, you kind of like you're, you. kind of have like a few business ventures going on, right? Like you own a supplement yeah. store, or you own like a few supplement stores. And yeah, uh, so we
1: have. Yeah, okay. yeah, so we have uh I own three supplement stores, we have three supplement stores locations. Um just here so I, I live in South Florida, I live in Palm Beach County. Mm-hmm. Um I, I live in Palm Beach Gardens, we have stores in uh um like Wellington, Boynton Beach, Palm Beach Gardens as well. Yeah. Um so they're uh, just supplement stores, kind of like um like vitamin shop, GNC kind of places. Uh-huh. Okay. Um they're just called Total Nutrition. Um so I have that, I have the stores, which I've done since like two thousand
2: fourteen.
1: Um I've had those and then I have uh two other supplement companies. So I have the conscious muscle supplements, Mm -hmm. right? That's a company that me and Jordan started like three years ago. Um kind of when he first got popping. I went up to him, I was like, Look, dude. Uh your brand's blowing up. I don't know yeah. what the hell you're doing, buddy, but like, cause people love you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was like, you know, I, I really know supplements. I know business a little bit. Um, we can do this. You know, let's try it. Let's just try to come up with our own supplement brand. Mm-hmm. And we get to make our own products, manufacture our own stuff, like actually build like the ingredient profiles we like and just everything. You mm-hmm. don't have to like answer to nobody. We don't have to do like white labels. So there's plenty of white label brands out here. Right. <laughs> like, no, we got to like actually pick all the ingredients and the flavors and this, and that. And, uh, so yeah, we started that about three years ago and that's been really cool mm-hmm. um, to see kind of that grow from like one product. Now we have like 12 different supplements. Um, so that's been really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just recently earlier this year we launched the vegan monster brand.
2: Right. Um,
1: it's all oil. Yeah, and that's been like so sick, man. Dude, how did uh, that Doyle happen? Like, that's so cool. <laughs> so it's pretty crazy. So me and Jordan started the brand, and Doyle actually reached out to us, and he was like, hey, wow. can I try your guy's stuff? Um, he's like, can I, I just want to try the proteins. And we sent him to him, and he was like, I love this stuff. <laughs> you know, and we were like, wow. you know, And he was just super cool, supporter, Uh, we ended up meeting him, going to a couple of shows, like VIP, the whole thing. And I'll actually get to meet him and talk. That's so cool. Yeah. Just literally off of like making a supplement brand. We Mm -hmm. got to like actually connect with this dude. And then, uh, we had a conversation one time. It was me and Jordan and then, uh, Doyle and his partner is Alyssa. Mm
0: -hmm. I don't
1: know if you know who Alyssa is.
0: No, I'm not sure.
1: Yeah. So she has, she has, uh, she's a lead singer for Arch Enemy, like okay. a really, really big, uh, they're a pretty huge band. Uh-huh. Um, and we got on a phone call with them, and Doyle just threw it out there. He said, like, "Hey, he's like, uh, what do you think about uh, we just going to business with you guys?" <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" Yeah. And He was like, "Yeah." He's like, "What if we just created like our own product?" And he was like, we would be like a co-brand thing." And then I was like, ah, I, mean, I don't know, man. It seems complicated, you know. And it was like, I was like, I don't know, man. what the hell is this guy saying? And that took about a year. And uh, just going back and forth and thinking about details and creating the product. And uh, here we are. Yeah. You know? And it's been just so much fun. He's the nicest, best guy ever.
0: It's so uh, cool The, guy's, that. Jacked.
1: Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. guy's jacked.
0: Yeah, he Jacked. You see him in person, <laughs> right?
1: Uh, sick. Oh, Dude, he's He's actually
0: he's just as big in person
1: The sick thing about it's not just how big he is he's incredibly lean. He's got no body fat like people like (laughs) look at his pictures uh, When he's like shirtless and stuff the guys like six-pack just shredded. Shredded, shredded, shredded shredded. Um, But uh, obviously like a a big guy too, but the shape he's in is what's like actually incredible about him
0: He's Um, like he's pretty tall too, right? He's like 6'2 or something.
1: Yeah, he's like uh yeah, he's probably about six two, six three. He is taller. Okay. Um, we have a funny picture with me, Jordan, and him, and I'm like five seven, so he looks like freaking a giant. Yeah, dude, yeah. Jordan's like five ten. Yeah, he's yeah, he's probably about six yeah, yeah, maybe. He's a big dude. Um, but just the nicest guy ever. And That's like so cool. the businesses, is yeah, dude, it, it's been super fun. It's been uh really successful this far, which is cool.
0: Yeah, it sounds like um, it's been killing it's
1: like, it. Yeah, it it just, it's like, it surprised all of us, you know, we ordered, um, we, we made our first run of product, and we sold out in like three weeks Yeah, and like, we just weren't expecting that, you know? And after that I was just like, well, we can like go big or go home. So we ordered like four times as many units this time, you know, and like, we're almost out of those, you know? So like, it, it, it's been really cool just like figuring it out together, trying Mm to come out with new products. Um, Doing this, like we literally launched like during like mid mid pandemic, like in April, you know? (laughs) When everybody's like freaking out and uh, the world's still completely crazy. But um, so yeah, if we were like, look, if we can launch and actually do good during this,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. we can crush it once like the world is back to normal one day, Not <laughs> day yet. Yeah. You know, one post apocalypse kind of, right post 2020 hopefully man
0: you know speaking of uh, which
1: how's Florida doing right now Florida's gonna Florida man uh, <laughs> I heard Florida's yeah, really rough people, people just everything. it's uh, so it's really really bad like down in uh, Miami like Miami Dade County uh-huh. uh huh and I live in Palm Beach County Half north of Miami um it's about half of Miami. We're about an hour, which is Broward County. So those, I mean, just not good at all. Uh, the cases mm. are insane. The death rate has been pretty high there. Uh, oh, wow, is just super unfortunate. Um, but yeah, I mean, Florida, we we lead the nation in cases. You know, <laughs> we have more cases than a bunch of countries, yeah. uh, a bunch of big countries. Um, People here, it's like, it's a weird thing of uh, people don't want to wear their masks. People don't want to like, everybody wants to just hang out and just go places. And, uh, you know, we're a super Republican state here. Mm-hmm. So the governor is basically keeping everything open. Mm-hmm. Um, so this thing is spreading like wildfire. you know. Yeah. So it's, uh, I don't know, man. Here's <laughs> it is what it is. It's kind of uh it just seems like it's gonna last uh really everywhere until there's a vaccine right it's yeah kind of i know amazing. man i don't know i'm not i'm not a freaking expert
0: i know but, um, it sucks but um yeah. i'm sure it's once everything so goes back to normal yeah i'm sure like the the monster for protein will like fucking take off dude it, it's it looks awesome for sure for sure
1: yeah it's oh dude the label sick uh doyle and what's literally like designed it themselves mm-hmm it's like the coolest looking label I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it looks um, awesome. It's like metallic, like it glistens. It, it, it's just <laughs> cool. So, uh, yeah, post-apocalypse, like you said, things are kind of go back to normal, um, hopefully. And uh, yeah, I'm not worried about that business at all. Like it, it's done well thus far; it'll continue to do well. Yeah, it's just a really cool opportunity for us, and. Um, Yeah, we'll kind of just continue to see where it goes. But yeah, that's kind of what I do. Um, Subments, just supplements or submits in general, just kind of what I've always been interested in and just what I've always wanted to do Mm business-wise. So now I kind of just get to pick and choose like uh, just exactly what I'm doing and supplements are what I want to focus on. You know, it's what I like, it's what I enjoy. Um, You know, we actually get to help people Mm -hmm. and that's cool. So, yeah. so well, we're on the
0: topic of supplements is you in a supplement store and everything. Uh, yeah, yeah. are there any you recommend to lifters and like in general that aren't as common as like, you know, creatine protein and stuff or, or vegan lifters and like that?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, that's really what you want to be focusing in on? Right. Um, creatine, right. Number one, natural muscle building something to take, mm-hmm. um, creatine, creatine's very, I think like misunderstood by it. All customers, but I think even like more specifically, vegans in general. Yeah. Um, so creatine, something that uh, first of all, you're taking and creatine it should be creatine monohydrate, right? It's not just the most cost efficient,
2: mm-hmm. but it's
1: actually like the most studied and mm-hmm. proven form of creatine you to take. Creatine is also something you should be taking every day,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Even non-training days. it's Super important. Uh, I would try to explain to customers like creatine is a. To me, it's the same thing as a multivitamin,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? It's just it's a daily supplement. So training or yeah. not training. Uh, not only that, but I also take my creatine at the same time every day. I think mm-hmm. that's very good for your body. Um, when should you take creatine? Doesn't matter. Literally, doesn't matter. It makes no difference at all. You could take it in the morning, uh, like I take mine in the morning because I train early in the morning. Uh, um, you could take it after you work out. You could take it before bed. It makes no difference. But it should be taken uh, once a day every single that don't cycle creatine get off uh, low terrible option for, on like liver function, kidney function, organ function, things like that. Um, but besides creatine obviously a good plant-based protein would really help. Um, I take uh, like amino acids as well. So whether it's like plant-based, uh, they it, it should always be plant-based right as far as fermented mm-hmm. uh, ECAs or EAAs or glutamine or you know, whatever it is. Um, I take that a couple times a day. I take a couple protein shakes a day. Uh, I do my creatine every day. Besides that, it's a lot of just general like vitamins. Mm. Um, I think that's where like obviously as vegans we should be getting them, like B12 and D3. Um, right now I've been taking like a bunch of vitamin C. I've been taking like some of the um, anthocyan. I've been taking some of the um, and a bunch of stuff. I take uh so I take a plant-based, uh, flaxseed oil, mm-hmm. obviously instead of like fish oil, right? Fish oil right. I shouldn't be doing. Um, but omegas are still super important. Mm-hmm. So like you can get your omegas to flaxseed for the most part. Um, there's like sunflower oil, there's a bunch of different types of like plant-based omegas.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I usually get that in with my meals. Uh, I take like 3000 milligrams of turmeric a day. Uh,
2: yeah,
1: right. I think turmeric's great for me for, uh, just anti-inflammation. Mm-hmm. Right, it makes a big difference when it comes to just like more sort of joint function, um, so things like that. I think like vegans can focus on, but the big ones are always like I said, some type of amino acid complex, some type of um, protein, and then a good just good normal creatine monohydrate. Mm-hmm. That should really be the focus for the most part. Um, I mean, I also take like pre-workout and nitric oxide. I take, I take a bunch of stuff, but uh-huh. again, doesn't mean everybody else needs to. Um, but those are just the staples,
0: I, like protein, the staples,
1: staples for right. sure. Absolutely. Okay. That's what you should be taking. Gotcha. Focusing okay. on at least. <laughs> I
0: don't, I feel, I don't want to take too much of your time up cause I know we've already yeah. been going for an hour and I know you got a, you have an early date and everything tomorrow. I'm sure. Sure. Um, So uh, just to kind of start like wrapping things up a little bit, is there any sort of like advice you could offer to like, I don't know, like newer uh, power lifters or something in terms of programming or, or even just, I don't know, uh, vegan athletes in terms of nutrition or anything, just general pointers, something they can take away from everything, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think um, that's kind of a general
0: uh, question, (laughs) but like,
1: no, no, no. Yeah, but no, it's a good question. Yeah. I think like, I should always try to think of like, uh, a lot of the questions that I'll get like on whatever yeah. online platform it, it's usually, um, training frequency, I think really matters a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, I think focusing in on like, if it's more, if you're after strength, mm-hmm. right, you got to just train like people like, Oh, how do I get a better bench? You just bench more. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> It's not, you know, and like, it sounds so dumb, but it's just the truth. Yeah. Right. Like powerlifters believe in frequency. Um, And I think it has to be frequency as far as what your body can handle. Like when I tell people like, hey, you know, obviously deadlift is my best lift. And I'm like, look, I deadlift once a week for the next Mm -hmm. part. Like um, at at times in my programming, I'll throw it in twice a week. But the second day is usually a very light day Uh um, or some type of like variation day, um, like variation deadlift day. So it's like, I know for me, I couldn't deadlift three times a week and actually get stronger doing that yeah but for some random person they may be able to and I think it's it's focusing in on hey what is my weakest areas what are my weakest link, uh, yeah. links and then just really 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 training that um I think getting completely away from the the bro split like people have to throw that away
2: yeah I totally <laughs> you know agree, back yeah. in
1: biceps yeah, chest and triceps it's just not a thing it's just completely not a my thing my cat's coming to say hi uh, you're good you're good <laughs> <laughs> you're good uh it, it has to be more like, um, right. I think upper lower, I think upper lower days are phenomenal for anybody at any level. Um, beginner experience, super advanced, I think upper lower days or push pull like days, like splits. I think that's very important. Um, when it comes to dieting, I think it's, again, I believe, um, in a higher protein diet than probably most people. Um, and I also believe in just tracking. You know, like I think a lot of powerlifters, specifically, like mm-hmm. if we're, if I'm talking to vegan powerlifters, uh, a lot of vegan powerlifters are lazy, man. They're just not they're <laughs> not that great when it comes to their diet. Right? And that's like, like already a a pretty people, limited,
0: like you know, niche right there. Vegan powerlifters, hundred
1: percent. Yeah, and, <laughs> and 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 in general, right? Not just vegan powerlifters. Power yeah. in general can get right. pretty lazy. Um, <laughs> you know, only care about what they're eating when they're prepping for competition uh-huh. or uh, not go down in a weight class because it's just like, oh, I can't keep track. Of what am I supposed to not eat this much and train super hard? Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Yes.
0: You're, like, also, you're also more jacked than a lot of powerlifters. Like you're pretty you yeah. clean for the most part, right? Sure.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely do try to stay in good shape. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think a lot of that has to do with uh, just training, right? Yeah. And and watching what I'm eating,
2: mm-hmm. right? So
1: like those two things definitely do play a part.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If I was eating like four or five thousand calories a day and not really caring and five hundred mm-hmm. grams of carbs, I wouldn't be able to stay in the shape that I stay in. Yeah, right. So I think um, it definitely definitely plays a big part for me staying in good shape. Though is just to make sure my body's always acclimated mm-hmm. to make it through my training. You yeah. know, I train six days a week, about two hours a day, um, and I train very oh, early, shit. like. Yeah, so I, you know, for like my my schedule, it's going to like my schedule is jam-packed. Yeah. Um, Like today, today is Wednesday. I woke up at 2.30 this morning to get my training. Wow. You know, Um, because that's what my schedule calls for.
0: Yeah. dude that that really like you know when people always say like oh there's no time i can't work out things like that right. oh, you know, that's like, the best yeah then i <laughs> right. that, that always like really hits a like strikes a nerve in me because people like mm-hmm. you and other people that i meet like they're up at you know 2 30 3 30 a.m and they're working sure. out that early and they're still working you know 12 hour days or more 100%, 100%. and like i just think it's a bullshit excuse yeah <laughs> I,
1: I agree and and it, it, i think it also like me talking about myself it can come across as like arrogant and that's not at all what i'm trying to come across as right yeah i literally don't have time to train like i don't so for me it's like i'm gonna make the time because i love it yeah but the thing that's gonna get sacrificed is my sleep it is (laughs) is, you know like how much do you
0: you sleep sleep? out of curiosity
1: not much dude i'm a terrible sleeper
0: wow Um,
1: like it's what time is it? 92, so I'm waking up at 2:30 tomorrow. No, dude, <laughs> like I feel, I feel so thankful. <laughs> You're yeah, no, no, and I'm, I'm honestly, I'm honestly not even, uh, not even that time. Me and my wife, we probably would have just been watching the, the Dodgers' are friends I probably just been watching that with little with her. So, so. At the time to do it is just getting up super early because yeah, I've been up since 2:30 and, and I worked for about 12 hours today. <laughs> Right, get home eat dinner now I'm doing this and then tomorrow it's, it's a lot of the same things yeah. so that's what my schedule basically is during the week and um, I made it work right yeah. I made it work through prep I made it work through just competing in competition um, my schedule probably stay like this for the next couple of months at least mm-hmm. um, so yeah like no time yeah get out of my life with that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like if you, you know if if something like my like myself can turn a couple hours a day, you know, I, I work seven days a week, you know, like I don't say like oh, I own these businesses, and like, that's cool, and it is cool. I'm very grateful, but like it's a ton of work, yeah, you know, it's not like um, you just luckily get here. like no, it's a lot a lot, a lot of work, yeah,
0: not and everyone can do that at all,
1: yeah, and and not work. everybody should, right not everybody so sure should person. not everybody. Sure. Yeah, and and not everybody has the same aspirations, which is perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, just getting back to the diet thing real quick, I think that is uh, the number one uh, way that Uh people can start to see a difference just in their physique physically. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um, Also, obviously, when it comes to strength, it's just being better about tracking, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Tracking calories, tracking uh, protein, uh, looking at the sources that they're getting their stuff in, not going like cheap on random like ingredients and things like that. Um, I see that a lot. of People like, Oh, I'm just to it the cheapest pot of this protein. I'm like, well, cool, you know, but yeah. like what if it's messing up your stomach for the day? Or what if like you just really, really don't even like the taste, therefore you're not drinking your protein shakes like you should be every day
2: mm-hmm. because
1: you just completely despise it. You know, like I, I always think about things like that. Um so I think those small intricacies, frequency, when it comes to training, um, push pull leg days, upper lower days, whatever it is, and then just be better about dieting. I think those are just the easiest way to make improvements. Yeah. Uh, besides, uh, hire a good coach. You know, <laughs> go look long and hard and try to hire somebody that um, is is decent at what they do and has proven track results with the people that they. That could actually help. Mm-hmm. I think that could be an answer for some people. Some people just don't know. By like I'm saying push pull lower, or I'm saying upper lower, people are like, what does that even mean? Pull right, what, yeah. lower what, you know? Like somebody may not know what that means. Uh, and
0: uh, don't do the RTS intermediate program,
1: right? Do not do that, oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Completely stay away from that. Uh, don't follow the diets either, because they do not put out a good plant-based diet at all. Oh, okay, uh, that's they good actually, they actually yeah, they didn't have one for a really long time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, somebody that I know got their plant based diet maybe like last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually like vegetarian and they had to make it vegan, that was a whole other problem. Yeah. Um, and it just wasn't at all. But like if you're gonna if you're gonna hire somebody to do your nutritionist vegan, hire somebody that's vegan employees. That makes <laughs> uh, a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, like it'll just be so much easier for you long term. Yeah,
0: of um, course.
1: I think things like that, man. I think small things like that. I know that's what helped. That's what's helped me. Mm -hmm. um, Just over years and years and years uh, of now being vegan, Mm -hmm. uh, being an athlete competing training. And um, those are definitely things that can help other people as
0: well. Yeah. So those are great tips, man. Um, For sure. I, I feel like you, you should get to sleep.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I But, um, (laughs) Dude,
0: sure. thank you so much for taking the time. Not a I,
1: problem, dude. I know Anytime.
0: Like, you're super, super busy. And like I really, really appreciate yeah. you talking because I mean, it's great to hear from someone so strong and like, you know, so influential with powerlifting and especially sure. you know, being a vegan and everything. That's so cool. Um, so thanks so much, man. And uh, just no like where, where can everyone find you on social media and like all your business ventures and such?
1: Yeah, Um, so probably Instagram, like it's my name. So it's Marco Calendo Jr. Okay. Um, and then from there, all my, all my businesses, all the stores are just right to my link. Um, okay. they're all, they're all tagged there. So yeah, Marco, JR, uh, on Instagram, definitely needs to way to contact me too. Uh, I try to answer literally every message that I've ever got in my life. I've <laughs> uh, I'm not famous. I'm not like important. So I always try to find time to like, if anybody has any random question, hundred percent, I always answer it.
0: And that's um, awesome, man. Like I mean, being I mean. as busy so, as you are, like that's such a cool thing. For sure. you do. It's awesome.
1: For sure. Absolutely.
0: All right. Cool, cool. man. Well, thank you so much. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. Dude. Great talking to you, dude. Um, Absolutely. I'll get you in a message or something. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Later, I'll see you later. See you, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of the eighth approach podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't already, it would mean a ton if you gave the podcast a follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, Player FM, Pinecast, or any other service you're listening to. And subscribe to the Fitness YouTube channel, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook page. Feel free to check out the articles, training and nutrition programs, and merch on com, And if you like what I'm making, dropping a like, commenting, and sharing would really, really help me out. Thanks so much, guys, and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace out.